Shalom, this is Reverend John Ferret, and I wanted to focus on three concepts in Psalm number one. Now, the first concept is right there in Psalm 1, verse 1. In the first five words, how blessed is the man. Now, in Hebrew, it says, Asherei Ha-ish. Now, this is the exact Hebrew for what we call the Beatitudes. So if you go to Matthew 5 and you're reading the Beatitudes, we can go to Matthew 5, verse 3. Jesus is saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. So we've got that in English. In Greek, it's makerios hapokas ha-numa. In Hebrew, asherei ani haruach. The concept there is, you have blessed who, who, who is going to be blessed, and we talk about that person. So in Psalm 1, verse 1, we have, blessed is the man. And we, we'd say the woman too. Blessed is the man or woman. So we have blessed, followed by the next part of that format is who? In Matthew 5, 3, we have blessed, okay, who, who are those that are blessed? Those who are poor in spirit. In Hebrew, Ani Haruach. Or if you go to the Beatitudes, chapter 5, verse 4, in English, blessed are they who mourn. In Greek, makerios ha pentheo. In Hebrew, ashir, there's that word again, ashir, ha avalim, those who mourn. So, when we take a look at the Beatitudes, Jesus is not doing anything new. He's just using a common structure that's just thousands of years old by his time. And you find them in the Psalms and the Proverbs. So, what's that format that we see in the Beatitudes? What's that format that Jesus is using that are found in the Psalms and the Proverbs? Basically, it's how blessed. That's the first part. The second part is who? Who is blessed? What's that person? What's that person like? The third part is if. This person, if they do the following, they're going to be blessed, and then we have a then. Because what's the result? Now, this word blessed is asherah. It's different than what you think of when you think about a blessing from God. This word, asherah, means to get a positive benefit. Or something good is going to happen to you if you do or not do certain things, then you're going to get this positive benefit. So for instance, for me, I'm 73, and it is quite clear that it's a benefit for me. It's a good thing for me if I do exercises, and I do my exercise bands. So I am actually doing exercise with my exercise bands a couple of times during the week. And you say, that's a good thing. That's a benefit for you. That's an ashray. It's not a blessing for God, but it's something that comes out of exercise. So again, when we're looking at these Beatitudes, if you will, Psalm 1, there's something that comes out of 
certain things that we're doing or not doing. And so we see that in Psalm 1. So Jesus is using what he inspired David to write about. So we have a positive benefit. To who? In Psalm 1, Hashereh, Haish. And we would say any man or woman. If they do or not do certain things. So in, pos- in Psalm 1, verse one, uh, in Psalm 1, it's if we don't walk in the counsel of the wicked, if we don't stand in the path of sinners, and we don't sit in the seat of scoffers, but we delight in God's word and we meditate it on a day and night. Now that's the if. If we do or not do certain things, put them all together, then we get a positive benefit. And what's the positive benefit? We're going to be like a tree. We're going to be like a tree planted by streams of water. So you'd say, okay, okay, um, we see that the Beatitudes are only a format that's found in the Psalms. We see that Jesus, Jesus is using a common structure of teaching uh, that Jewish people would be, be very familiar with. Yes, we understand, don't walk in the counsel of the wicked. Don't stand in the path of sinners. And don't sit in the seat of scorners. We understand, meditate in God's word, uh, in God's law, but it's not law, it's Torah. God's instruction, God's teaching. We meditate on his teaching, on his instruction. And we get a positive benefit. And the positive benefit is I'm going to be a tree? Yep. Now this is the second aspect of Psalm 1 that I want to take a look at. The tree, scholars would agree that it seems that David is alluding to an acacia tree. Now, we don't know anything about acacia tree because, for one thing, we don't live in Israel thousands of years ago or even today, what the acacia tree is. Acacia tree is found in a wilderness, in a, in a, in a rugged desert area. It's normally found near wadis, which are dry riverbeds. And these dry riverbeds are only full of water. They're full of streams of water only during the rainy season. So when it's the dry season, which is most of the time in the desert, most of the time in the wildernesses of, uh, uh, in Israel, the acacia tree is remarkable because it has deep, long, strong roots that go deep into the ground to find the water that still remains after those times of flood, those times in the rainy season, which is very few in the wadis in the Sinai or in the Negev or in the Judean wilderness. It's alive. The acacia tree is alive in the midst of the hot, dry season, even when there's no rain. So what's the picture? That's a picture of us. If we do not walk in the counsel of the wicked, if we do not stand on the path of sinners, if we do not sit in the seat of scoffers, but we delight in God's instruction, his Torah, and we meditate on, meditate on it day and night, 
God gives us a picture. These are pictures that God has inspired David to give us. We are like that tree, the acacia tree. So despite being in the midst of difficulty, despite being in the midst of troubled times, even dangerous times, we will survive. We will live. We're ready to blossom and produce fruit. It's just like Jesus talking about the vine and the branches in John 15. We will produce fruit and fruit that will remain if we abide in him. Jesus is the living word. We'll be ready to do our good works and to be successful in those good works. These are good works created for us by the Lord. And so this is our hope for 2021. That no matter what, no matter what happens as a result of politics or those in power or the changes in our, in our country, if we will not walk in the counsel of the wicked, if we will not stand in the path of sinners, if we will not sit in the seat of scorners, but if we delight in God's instruction, God's Torah, God's word, and meditate, meditate on it day or night, we will be like the acacia tree, alive in the midst of difficult times, troubled times, dangerous times, even death. So the third aspect of Psalm 1 that I want to take a look at, let's return again to the format. You have blessed, that's part one, asherah, and it's not being having a blessing from God, but something is going to, we're going to have a positive benefit. Let's like exercise or like um, eating your vegetables. If you're eating your vegetables, that's a positive benefit to you. That's an asherah. So there's a positive benefit. A positive benefit, part two, who? That's the second part of the format, who? So in Psalm 1, verse 1, we're saying it's a man or a woman. Blessed is any man or any woman. The third part is the if. The if is if you're not doing something or doing something. Now in this case, in Psalm 1, it's first not doing a bunch of stuff and doing some stuff. In other words, definitely not walking in the counsel of the wicked, not standing in the path of sinners, not sitting in the seat of scoffers, but actually delighting in God's word and meditating on it. But meditating? Now meditating from the Hebrew concept does not mean sitting in a dark room lighting a candle, listening to weird music, and keeping silent and trying to think about God's word. The Hebrew word there for meditate is chagah. Strong's number is H1897. It means to murmur, growl, or mutter. The verse that I like that gives you more of a background is Isaiah 31 verse 4. A lion is growling over his kill. He's haga. Kind of basically telling us, don't come near me. This is my prey. Nobody's going to touch it. I've heard stories of rabbis who have memorized great portions 
of the Bible. And they are reciting certain scripture out loud, maybe to themselves, but in a low voice, in a murmur. And they verbalize their thoughts, they verbalize their insights, they verbalize their questions, but they're talking to, not only, it's not talking to themselves, they're talking to God about this. This is God's instruction. They're having a discussion with their teacher, their instructor, God. So us too, I recommend that possibly you consider doing something that I, I find really cool. When you're reading Psalms, do it alone. Go someplace where nobody, you're not going to bother anybody, and read them out loud, even maybe even a whisper. And as you're reading it, if all of a sudden a, an insight comes to you or a thought comes to you, verbalize it. Verbalize it as if you were sitting with the Father. Delighting to be with Him and delighting to read these Psalms. And all of this results in us being connected to the water of life. Even though we are in the midst of difficulty, even, even though we're in the midst of troubles and distress. So for 2021, 20, we want to strive to be his acacia tree. And you guys, you can take this to the bank. Shalom.